Sports Network production. Now to your host. Hello there. We weren't even live for half of that uh, intro right there. Hey, <laughs> my computer's a little slow. I know. Uh, anyways, my name is Logan, and welcome to Cardinals Chronicles. I am your host, as always, and with me is Josh Edwardos Edwards. How are you doing? I'm good. Are you drinking Guinness? So, I hate Guinness. Okay, what but do you for drink? some reason, for some reason, the last week I've just really been wanting. I've been craving Guinness. Yeah, so today to I bought. Guinness. Throw it in the toilet. No, no, no! I'm talking the best way to drink Guinness. Oh, I, yeah. Irish Carbock. Irish Carbock. Oh, Irish Carbock. Yeah. What is that? Irish whiskey, right? So it's uh, you take like six to eight ounces of your Guinness, then you run a shot glass. You can do a double if you like. Uh, then you need a little more Guinness. You do half with Bailey's and then half with Jameson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you slam it. it tastes like chocolate milk. It's so good. Yeah, I, yeah. My days. <laughs> the only thing is, I have to put the beers into the freezer for about thirty minutes with my chilled glass. And that's the only way it tastes like you get the real Guinness flavor, it seems like. Like it has to be super cold anyways. But this isn't talk about beer today. This is talk about this is talk about what are we sponsored by? We're sponsored by one of our favorite local bakeries, Triple A Treats. Guys, you've heard me talk about it before on this show, and I'm gonna keep talking about it. Triple A's treats, fantastic delicacies for all your different needs. I'm talking birthdays. I'm talking weddings. I'm talking retirement parties. Uh, any school event, team function. Some of the best, and I mean some of the best delicacies I've ever had. Triple um, A's treats just knocks it out of the park every time. Artie's fantastic. Uh, she does everything by hand from scratch. No pre-made crap. I mean, she puts a lot of love into everything she makes. Um, she even has things for those of us who may be allergic or who are on a gluten-free diet and are all those little specialties on top of the special occasions. She can fit any of your needs from cookies to cupcakes to cakes to cheesecake. I mean, everything. And her chocolate-covered fruits are, oh, my God, so good. Check out Triple A Street's Facebook page. When you go in, you place an order. You tell her that we sent you in. And you get 10% off your order. It's fantastic. Trust me, totally worth it. If you need guys, if you're in trouble and you're in the doghouse right now, go to AAA Street's Facebook page, send Artie a message. Tell her you need a dozen chocolate-covered strawberries or whatever fruit your girl likes. She'll make these things. You go pick them up. You bring them home randomly. And boom, you're out of the doghouse. You're back in where it's good. So go check out AAA Street's Facebook page. Let her let Artie know VSN sent you in ten percent off your order. They're based out of O'Fallon. Yeah, good. I I'm looking forward to having that. I'm gonna go. So I'm going to St. Louis at the end of uh, September, and I'm gonna try some of this Triple A treats. Is Dude, it the so new what, Ted Drews? Maybe. Uh I mean, Ted Drews is a legend on their own. I mean, and I wouldn't even put them as competitors because she does I'm like all baked goods. He's ice cream. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, oh, like, it's the new like. It's the new. Oh, it could be up there. Like they would go great together at a party. Like you get some of her cupcakes, and then you got a cup of Ted Drews frozen custard right next to it. Oh, and put those together. Money, money. So, 
Um, but make sure if you're going to oh. do that, you want to order about a week in advance. Really? Is she because that? then she'll, she'll plan it out to when she needs to bake it so you can pick it up fresh. Yeah. I just want like a big cake of something like ice cream cake or something. I don't know. Dude, but uh, I'll her, look into her that. Her robe or red velvet. See, get a red velvet cake it. pops. Oh, okay, then um, Ooh, cake, cake pops, pops are awesome. I though. could do, I could do cake pops. I don't like cake pops generally, but she does I, them differently, where it's more. It almost is like you're eating eating into a brownie. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. What was I gonna say? Oh, so uh, last time I was in St. Louis, I went to Ted Drew's with my dad, and um, <laughs> so I was like, "Listen, Dad, I don't get Ted Drew's very often. I get it once a year." So I was like, I'm getting two fucking ice creams. And I think I got like a s'mores one and the lemon because I love lemon. And lemon ice cream is just awesome. And he was like, I can't believe you did that. I was like, listen, I'm stuffing myself right now. I'm getting all the emos, all the uh, all the Ted Drews I can't. Anyways, oh, my gosh, we got to do it. We got to do a St. Louis episode. Maybe that's what we'll do in September. Anyways. That's going to be a horse- show. I've already got a plan. Oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. Um, I'm on that, buddy boy. But yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, this is uh, we're gonna do an actual recap. Uh, we haven't done that in a while. We've just been so there's been so much news like last couple weeks and a lot of things. So it's gonna be a little bit light today. Um, anyways, um, so we were left uh, last Wednesday. Cardinals were playing the Rockies nine uh, on Wednesday. Uh, Quintana versus Freeland. Cardinals ended up winning 9-5. Quintana went six innings, allowed seven hits, two runs, two of them earned, two walks, and six strikeouts. Um, Let's see. Arenado hit his first home run as a Cardinal in Rocky Stadium, uh, which I don't remember. I thought he – or Coors Field, I should say. Um, I don't remember him doing this. I thought he did this last year. And Ted Drews is overrated. Okay. Ah. What? Logan okay. disagrees. Obviously, by your reaction, by his oh reaction, y'all can tell that uh, Logan disagrees. Oh my gosh. Anyways, um, I mean, if you get to eat it all the time because you're local, like you're right by yeah, Ted Drews, I guess. I, I guess, mean, I, guess like, I could see somebody saying it's overrated, but for yeah. those of us who only get it on uh, rare occasions, it is a Delicacy and, a, and a, an absolute great treat. It's really nice. Um, anyways, but uh, Cardinals ended up, ended up winning that game. Uh, 9-5. It was good. Um, Quintana is still doing really well, which I like. Um, didn't worry me too much. I mean, everything is good. Uh, ooh, Fritz is good. Um yeah, he hasn't done anything I'm worried about. I mean, the Rock, the Rockies, they in Denver, you know, pitching is kind of a weird thing. Like, it's real, but it's not real. Anyways, um, so yeah, is there anything in? Is there uh, is there anything in uh, in this game that you saw that you liked, disliked? No, not. I mean, I no, I, no. Okay, this is the game I wanted to talk about. Uh, Thursday's game. Cardinals uh, lose this game eight six, losing to the losing the series to the Rockies. Um, Hudson got the start. He actually did 
pretty well. Um, five innings pitched, only allowed two run, two runs, four walks though, and six strikeouts. Um, had the lead. Uh, actually, no, they were tied. I thought they had the lead for some reason, um, but they were tied. And then they bring in Hicks and Cabrera. Hicks gave up two earned runs, uh, two walks, and then Cabrera gave up uh, four runs. No walks, but two of them were home runs. So um, that was killer. And it pissed me off, I got to say. Um, this goes into my like thing. I, I told you last week, I think it was, and I said Cabrera is officially on my shit list. And he's, he's been on my shit list for a while. I've told, I've said it for a while. He's the next Carlos Martinez. She's just a head case, and you can tell it on the mound. Um, and so I I think when Flaherty comes up, it's going to really shake things up. I think Zach Thompson is going to be brought up, and I think oh, Hudson I is going – Yeah, he needs to be brought up too. Uh, he, I don't know why. He should never have said that. Yeah, that was – Like, this is what it is. Like, he was pitching so well – yeah, what one rough game, right? Like you one game where he got roughed up, but that happens. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I think just, it was one of his first games too. I think it was the third or fourth. I think he came out of that first yeah. game. He pitched what four innings or something. Yeah, he. Like, I mean, he did really well. But um, yeah, I think when I think Flaherty's going to come up, he's going to take over the starting position because I honestly I think he would do better than Hudson at this point. Um, if Hudson, you can say I healthy. think. Yeah, if he can stay healthy. Um, Hudson, I think, goes to the bullpen. They send Cabrera down. They send Hicks down. And then they bring Zach Thompson down. Or bring Zach Thompson up. Um, I was hearing someone say that, uh, and this was a weird comment by Ollie Marmol. I don't know if you heard it. And I wasn't able to find the quote. But I heard someone say that he said, there are no such things as big series. I haven't heard that, um, but it, that wouldn't surprise me coming out of his mouth. And I'm like, because I, I think the rumor was that he was saving the bullpen. Like, he didn't care about the um, Rockies series as much because he was preparing for the Brewers series, which was a bigger series. Um, and he goes, there is no such thing as big series. But I'm pretty sure there are. I mean... I obviously I don't think he's talking about the World Series because if he says that that's not a big series, then that's almost as bad as Rob Manfred saying the World Series trophy is just a piece of metal. Um, but anyways, that was just a weird comment. Like it, it's just weird. Um, but anyways, I think they ended up losing. But I mean, they got to do something about Hicks and Cabrera. They, I mean, he, Cabrera's the bigger uh, problem in my opinion. Yeah, I, yeah, I, don't I, I believe that. Said that. I just, I, I don't think it'll happen. You don't? Oh, you don't see Hicks getting set down? Yeah, I. But I mean, until I mean, the Cardinals—they came back in the eighth. Um, five, what was it? Five eight at the point at that point, and if uh, Cabrera didn't go give up four runs, he's, he's. I mean, their Cardinals ended up winning. End up winning this game. And listen, we're in the dog days of summer right now, and the real dog days where you know no one likes August, 
and we gotta we gotta be winning all these games. I don't care if we have this easy schedule, and we're supposed to just blow by the Brewers who have the hardest schedule. It's it doesn't matter. It's you still gotta win these games because, but um, it's whatever. I I think they were kind of like okay, we can take the loss on this series and just move on. Um, what were you thinking about this? Uh, I didn't get to watch the game because I was working, um, and I couldn't even listen to it because I was on a forklift. So yeah. um, I had no idea what, going, what was going on. I had a guy in the office who, when I'm going to use the John or get some water, I'd be like, hey, what's going on? And he was like, oh, it's 2-2. Oh, we're, oh, we're down. And I know at the end of the day, I went back in, and I said, so what happened? He goes, we blew it again. And I was like, oh, no. So unfortunately, I cannot speak um, – well on this game because I did not get to watch it. Uh, yeah. The outcome, obviously, I didn't like. It's, it's the Rockies. We should win every game against the Rockies, um, except for when we're in Colorado. I think they could steal one or two, which they stole two that last series. Uh, but we're getting them back here at home. We're going to win this game tonight. We almost gave it up last night. Uh, and I am live. We I am watching the game while we're on, guys. So if yeah. something happens and I go, or whatever, don't worry. I'm okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. Just gave it a nice ending, by the way. Who did? Palante. Oh, yeah, of course he did. I wish they didn't take Monty out, which I love that nickname. I, I, I love giving these players nicknames. You didn't give it. I was calling or, him Monty when we first got. No, well, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying I gave it to him. Like he's been being called Monty since he was with the Yankees. Right. Um. Anyways, uh, this leads us into the Brewer series. Uh, Cardinals take game one. Montgomery. I mean. He continued his uh, scoreless uh, streak of 11 innings, I believe it was, uh, at that point. Yep. Um, Cardinals ended up winning 3-1. Uh, Monty won six innings pitch, four hits, two walks, eight strikeouts. Eight strikeouts. It's fun to see a strikeout pitcher again. Yeah, eight tonight, too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like – it's like – it was so refreshing. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like – I know that you know the set like it's sexy and all, and I like that. But you know the Cardinals have always been like, oh, the defense is gonna. We want ground ball pitchers because of our defense. And then I'm like, yeah, but the strikeouts work too. Anyways, so it's nice to see that. Um, exciting. Uh, but, but but Goldschmidt hit a home run. Good lord, you're gonna hear that a lot. Uh, Arenado hit a home run. That's another thing. Uh, I think they went back. No, they didn't go back to back this game. Uh, but I mean, good lord, they—they're both super hot right now, and that's really exciting to see right now. Um, anything on this game? No, I just—you know—it felt like a playoff game to me, which mm-hmm. I like. You—you—you—you um, you, you felt like when you watched this game, the Cardinals knew this was going to be a playoff-like atmosphere. They came out, they got to work. They—it was low-scoring game. They took care of business. In, out, boom, bang, we got the W. So uh, I'll take it all day long. Um, I thought it was a really good series overall. Uh, Just a little foreshadowing here. I thought it was a good series. I mean, I really did. I didn't have any problems with any of the games, to be honest with you. Yeah. Except the other one. Blowing the other one. Yeah. Next game, 3-2. The Cardinals lost that series. It was Corbin Burns versus uh, Wainwright, which was a – uh, pitching fest basically. Um, Wayno looked fantastic. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, Burns went seven. <laughs> I'm worried about that. I'm like, uh, the game's important, but I don't know if I want to. I want to risk injuring I, I, Wainwright. So well, I, like I mean, yeah, it would have been interesting. Yeah, uh, Burns went at seven innings, which was really nice. I mean, not as a Cardinals fan, but like as a like as baseball a baseball fan. fan, it was just fun to see a pitching uh, matchup. Wainwright went nine innings, like you said, gave up one run, which I believe was in the ninth inning, right? Oh, no, it was in the seventh. Yeah, um, he got jacked in the seventh. Yeah. And then uh, Gallegos came in and gave up a uh, er, uh, run in the tenth. So that was a – or no, two run. Yeah, two runs in the tenth. Yep. Um, so, yeah. it It is what it is. I mean – we knew sweeping the Brewers was going to be a tough thing, but I mean, when you're going up against Corbin Burns and then you go straight into Rogers and Williams, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to go up against that. Um, and so that's the thing. That's a machine up there in Milwaukee. Um, yeah. That's why the trade of Hater. I mean, and we've talked about this for two weeks, because two weeks straight, just because it still blows our minds. Yeah. I don't know why they traded it. It just doesn't make any sense. If they would have. Not traded a hater. They could have kept Devin Williams as a you know seventh or eighth inning guy. What so funny? I'm thinking about how they got Nelson Lamette and then DFA'd him right when he Goodbye. got here, and Goodbye. they were like, uh, and then the president was like, "Oh, we're confident that uh, we're gonna be able to keep him." And then he goes, he goes like five minutes later. See ya. <laughs> Goodbye. He's like, I don't want to be here anyways. No way. Winner sucks. Um, that's so. Cool. I mean, I love seeing Wayne go nine. I mean, just to go back to, the, to, the, to that. I mean, anytime Wayne goes nine, it makes me feel like he can pit, pitch a whole other season. Like with as good as he's pitched this year and the amount of innings he's putting up, I know his well, win loss record isn't beautiful, but that's a team stat. Well, let's look at that for a second because I I was gonna say this a couple weeks ago, but then he started. Giving up like four runs and, yeah, and everything against the Yankees. Yeah. Older, well, no, but I like I'm I I didn't think I was going to be able to say this, but I think I would be okay with Wainwright coming back one more year. I'm good with one more season. I, I'll yeah. give it, I'd, I'd be happy with one year, ten million, whatever. Yeah. Uh, give it to him. Uh, let him come Five, back and run one more run more route, especially this next season because he's going to get to face every single team. Well, he yeah. may not be able to face every team, but he will get to face a lot of teams that don't get to see him very often, which will give him dominance. I mean, also, that's going to be an yeah. extra, what, seven, eight games that he could easily win because of the teams he doesn't want to play against. Yeah. Um, the only thing is I don't know if he's going to be willing to play with y- or without Yachty, but maybe it's kind of like a – and I'm not saying it is exactly like it, but maybe it's a little bit like a Bill Belichick, Tom Brady situation where he's like, well, I want to show that I can win without Yachty. Two, maybe not. It's not like exactly like it. I'm not saying, but I'm oh. saying it's just a little bit like, hey, you know, we're compared a lot uh, sometimes, and you know, we always have that big uh, consecutive streak that we have, but or what is it? not consecutive streak, but uh, most games, uh, most battery mates, yeah, played together, and it. I think I think maybe he's like, okay, I want to. I'm my own player, by the way. I, I don't, I don't want to be just known as, you know, associated with just Yachty. I, I have 
great career stats by myself. See, and I don't think that's his personality. Well, yeah. Um, he, if you ever watch any of his interviews or anything, he always wants to talk about Yachty. He yeah. loves Yachty. Yachty is one of his best friends. I don't think, you know, on a personal note, he would ever feel that way. Um, my I'm, issue. I'm saying that's like 10% of what he's like. I don't think that's like, exa- like, I'm thinking like he's uh, in the back of his head. He's like, oh, I kind of want to just do my own thing for a second. Yeah, and that's my that point. But um, my concern, honestly, is if he does come back next year, how much effect do you think he has on Yachty when he when he goes, hey, Yachty, I'm playing on season? And Yachty goes, all right, one more, let's do it again. Um, and then at that point, I'm okay with that under one condition. Kisner has to be gone and Herrera has to be brought up. Okay, two conditions. Okay, that's one of them because I want Herrera to get that that training that 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 mentorship. Yeah. But I only want Yachty catching two out of every five games. No, you only want him uh, catching two out of five games. Like every two out of every, so he has to catch Wayno, and he's got to catch somebody else in the rotation. But I only want him catching two out of every five games because I want those knees to last in case there's a playoff run. Then I want to take over and run it in the playoffs. So let me let me do this thing because we've always talked and I've always been saying this like you know you want to bring Herrera up to so that way Yachty can kind of mentor him. I want to like you look over at Baltimore and like Adley Rushman he hasn't had anyone and look he's the number one prospect in baseball. Um, a little different. It's a little yeah it's a lot different than Herrera who's number eighty seven I believe. Um, I think. Anyways. Uh, but he's a top 100. Anyways, um, and Adley Rushman has not had any mentorship, but he's, I mean, he's played 32 le- less games than uh, Julio Rodriguez, and he's uh, pushing to be the rookie of the year right now. And so I'm thinking, you know, maybe Herrera doesn't, I mean, of course it would be helpful to have uh, Yachty as a mentor, um, one of the best defensive catchers in his prime. Um, but, uh, I don't like if Yachty came back next year as a coach and said, okay, I'm going to come specifically just to be a catcher's coach for Herrera. Um, Herrera's not in the top 100 anymore. Is he not real? Uh, maybe because he's come up. Libertor's still there. He's 85. Is he? Is he? Okay. Huh. That's weird. Herrera is number seventh in our list. Our, our, okay, not to go off topic, but let me just for yep. sake of conversation. It's We've been Jordan off Walker, topic for a second. Mason Wynn. Jordan Gordon Graceffo. Gordon Graceffo. Is, is in front of Matthew Libertor. What Alex, number is he? Um, overall, I don't know, but he's number three in our charts. Okay. Matthew Libertor is four. Alec Burleson is now number five. Tink Hintz is number six. Herrera is seven. The guy we drafted in the first round this year, Cooper Jerpy, eight. Michael McGreevy's down to nine. And Jonathan Mejia is 10th, and Josh Baez is 11th. Nice. Herrera has fallen, even in our own prospect list. So, do you, so, that, so scares that scares you. Oh, okay. 
That's so what you... I'm saying. I would like Yadi to come back and do some mentorship with him one-on-one. It's him and those two together for 162 games. Do you believe – well, what if they went out and got um, – Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy. Then I'm okay with it. And Yadi can retire. And then Yadi can come and just – Yadi can be the backup and catch only for Wayne Could you yeah. could you stomach that for a season, or would you be angry all doing, season long? The guy doing, if he's taking so if there's like a situation where uh, I'm like Alec Burleson is being kept down because we have what three catchers or two catchers. Um, sorry, I, I was thinking Herrera would be up there too. Right. Um, I would not be a fan of that. Uh, because look, Yachty, I, 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 yeah, it that would be. But if he came in just to be, but see again, it would just be like he's becoming a backup player, so he needs to take some games other than, you know, the thirty starts. Well, I guess thirty starts isn't bad because Sean Murphy. I mean, yeah, I, I guess I could stop. I, I could okay, stomach so he that. He picks up an extra ten games. So he catches forty. Gives Murphy a few, a few extra days off here and there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I or just, comes in and catches the eighth and the ninth inning for the closers or whatever. But I know there's going to be a lot of Cardinals fans who are like, you have Yachty on the bench so much. Why? And then you're I think at that point they don't understand. Like, you got to, yeah. And, I think and the, it's just the like, team and the organization would represent what it is. Yeah. I hope so. Um, but, yeah, I think I think I could stomach that. Um <clears throat> For one more season, I'm already preparing for Yachty to renounce his retirement. Uh, I think Pools might too. We'll talk about that in a second, because um, <laughs> I want I want to get to that because it's actually the next game. Um, so Sunday's game was six three. Um, oh, here he comes, baby! The machine, Albert machine, the machine. Remember that commercial, the. Who was it? She picked up another run. Oh, I thought it was a home run. No, it was Borman. Nice. Um, Cardinals ended up winning this game 6-3. Miles Michaelis came in. Uh, What was it? Pitched eight innings, allowed two runs, uh, six strikeouts. He's doing really well. good. Yeah. Yeah. Albert, the, but the big story was Albert Pujols hit two home runs. The Terminator. Yeah. Uh, he is no longer human. He is the machine. Um, the machine. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun game. Just to see Albert so animated. And one of my favorite things about Albert when he played was, you know, every time he would hit a home run, he would always be like, he would always act like hitting the home run was a chore. Like, he'd be so angry at the ball for wasting his time. And he would, like, just, like, what the fuck, dude? And I, I, that's always what I love. And then seeing this animation from him, because you don't really see it from a lot of Cardinals. There's a lot of, like, stoicness to Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals baseball. Player, yeah, traditional baseball where you need the stoicness. You don't see a lot of it. And then Albert being like, fuck the rules. Fuck this whole traditionalism. I'm going to have fun today this year and so he's doing the superman thing and he's like this my city it's so awesome i love that um 
Is there any so denying th- that he loves playing in St. Louis? No. Um, Do you think no. he wish he would have never left at this point? Well, let's talk about that then in a second. What do you think about the game so far? Oh, dude, I loved it, talk- man. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Dude, Albert Jack in the first one, I was like, yes, 688, baby, 688. And then the big one later in the game for three, and he can't. And you know what? You know, I don't like, you know, I'm a traditionalist, and I don't like the flaunting. But he kind of yeah. walks down, drops, just like it does a mic drop with the bat, and whooshing. And I'm like, ah, ah, here we go, here we go. So, um, I, it, yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I have fallen victim to Albert Pujols coming home, and I love it. Yeah, it's like I the last. It. Ten years never happened, but uh, <laughs> it's so weird. I didn't think it was going to be this good either, man. To be honest with you, yeah, he's. I mean, I didn't he's think it was gonna feel this good. That's what I meant to say. He's, yeah, he's. Uh, de- it's definitely a nostalgia tour. I know people were like, it's no longer a nostalgia tour. It is still a nostalgia tour, but it's a good nostalgia tour where you're getting what you paid for. Also, it's not like you're seeing Rolling Stones. Seventy years after Rolling they've been, yeah, they're like, start me up. Anyways, anyway, so that was a fun game. That was a fun game with two on, two out, and they just brought in a new pitcher, side armor. I don't know if you can call him Dicky. I don't think that works as well. What do you What do you want me to call him, Dickerson? Yeah, I mean, here's my Dicky. Well, you know, Dickie's a nickname for Richard. Oh, that was nasty. Uh, okay. Anyways, uh, right, let's get into yesterday's game. Uh, no, we're gonna talk about Albert. Oh, okay. Let's talk about Albert. We're gonna talk about Albert because I want to talk about Albert. Okay. Do you think he comes back one more time? Let's say he's sitting at seven ninety six. Do you think he comes back? Or six ninety six. If he comes, I don't think he cares enough about seven hundred. Now I think he cares more than he said in his what was it his pre, uh, thing he said the other day on Sunday. He was like, "It's in the back of my head," but like I'm here to win a championship or whatever. And next year I'm going to be a fan in the stands because I love this team and I love this place. Um, but I will, if he comes back which I give a 25% chance of it coming, becoming tr- possible. I think it's not going to be for a full season. Do you think he'll hit the 700 and then retire in the middle of the year? Yeah, I think he's going to stay. He's going to say, listen, I'll only come back for like until the end of May ish and just I'll retire. Kind of like how Ken Griffey did came back for half a season with the Mariners same thing with Ishiro, too. He came back for a one-day uh, deal and just, you know, said, hey. So I would see it more as when he goes, hey, I'll play in the home games. I ain't traveling on the road. Yeah, the only thing about that is it's going to be a – it's going to be a wasted roster spot. And it's kind of the same thing with Yachty, in my opinion. It's like you want to be careful with how much nostalgia people you have on the team. Oh, I agree. Like, and so, which, I mean, Albert is not just a nostalgia per- person, and I like that. But I, I'm just like, I'm worried about, like, you know, 
if he says, oh, I'm only coming back for home games or I'm only coming back for – which may – I'm not worried about, like, him coming back for two months. I would love for him to pass uh, A-Rod, honestly. That's what I'm that's, that's all I care about. Um, so, but, um, yeah. Anyways, so I – I don't think it happens, but I think there's a bigger chance than we thought. I mean, he's 45 years old, so. You say he's 45. What's it say on his stuff? 42. 42. Will you please, like, remember, this is the Cardinal show. This is the fan show. Yeah, I know. You the proper numbers for the fan I, I, I like, I like to, I like to make, I like to make fun of that one. <laughs> hey, Siri. How, how old is Albert Pujols? He's 42. Forty-two. Out. Siri, you said his name wrong. Yes. Pooh holes. Pooh hole. You can change how I say people's names by adding a pronunciation name. Well, he's not in my contacts because I don't have a cell phone number. (laughs) You should. Um, I bring him on the show. Yeah, right. Um, I'd kick you off of that show. I would. I would. I'd be like, so you left for ten years. How bad do you regret that? <laughs> I'd be anyway. like, would you looking back? Seriously, this is a question I would ask him. If I got to interview him, I'd ask all the fluff questions and everything. And I'd be like, Albert, I have one tough question. I need you to answer it because it burns me in my heart. Do you regret leaving St. Louis for that ten year period? Do you wish you could go back and would have stayed here the entire time? He wouldn't he wouldn't give you a straight answer. I bet you he would. I almost, with as much fun as he's having this year and watching him enjoy the game and watching what he gets when he's in St. Louis playing ball, I bet you he'd go, I should have stayed. I should never. Well, I I mean, because people forget, and he always brings it up. Like, he, he says that he was, like, disrespected by Bill DeWitt and John Mozeliak, uh after the 2011 season. And so I – was. I'm, and, you know, he, he was hurt, so – I think if he had to do it all over again, he would still get hurt by it, and he would still end up maybe not with the Angels, um, probably with another team. So he I don't definitely know. wouldn't sign with the Angels. Yeah. Well, he may he may have because he loves Mike Trout. Um, like Mike Trout that won no championships. Yeah. Anyways, but we'll Sorry. talk about we'll talk about uh, Albert Pujols more in a minute. Um, Last game we want to talk about is uh, yesterday's game. Cardinals beat the uh, Rockies in extra. Uh, well, no, it wasn't even extra innings. It was five uh, four. Um, Edmund hit a home run, which is uh, rare. Rare, yeah. Uh, Goldschmidt hit a home run, which is not rare. He's got uh, twenty nine on the season. Good lord. Um, Quintana went five innings. Uh, oh yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about, and I'll I'll talk to one of uh, Josh. I can hear you. Oh, Kenny. Um, Quintana had an uh, what was it? Five no hit innings. Um, and gave up two runs in the sixth, I believe it was. Yeah, two uh, two home runs in the sixth. He had a no hitter going into the sixth inning. Uh, this is my thing. I didn't listen to much of the broadcast last night, but I guarantee you that in the sixth inning, Danny Mack was running his mouth like an idiot. Um, 
and saying, oh, they have a no-hitter. He hasn't allowed a hit. And he does this. I mean, we've talked about it on the show before multiple times. Danny Mac does not believe in the superstition of jinxes and all that stuff. Um, and he will say it multiple times over and over and over and over again that there's no hitter going around and and he does it to piss off the you know the people who are superstitious. Um, I honestly didn't hear from him last night to be with you. Did you not? Okay. But typically he does. He did it with Michaelis. He did it with he's done it with you know Adam Wainwright, Shelby Miller, um, a couple of the other players. And it drives me up a fucking wall. Because maybe that's the reason why you haven't called a single fucking no-hitter, you ass There's been like 26 in all of history. Oh, no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking perfect games. My perfect fault. games. 26. 26 last year. <laughs> My apologies to the crowd. I was thinking the wrong stat. Anyways. But uh, it just drives me up a wall. I'm like, you uh, you got to be kidding me, Danny. Listen, just because you don't believe it doesn't mean the rest of us haven't. You know what? I don't care. I still love Danny Mack. I know. I I love Danny Mack, too. But there's a reason why he's never called uh, no-hitter or perfect game. All right. Side question. Okay. Who's better? Danny Mack or Joe Buck? Not Jack. Joe. Well, yeah. I like Joe. I've always liked Joe. You think Joe's better than Danny? Yeah, I like Joe. I like Joe Buck. He's always been fun, and you're one of the few. A lot of people don't like him. I, yeah, I, like I Joe know. Buck too, but and he's a big deal. Well, not a big deal, but he's a somewhat bigger deal in Dallas, uh, which is close to where I live, because he's um, well, he basically always calls the Cowboys games, and uh, he's best friends with uh, the ticket. Uh, which is a big sports radio station in Texas. Um, and he's really funny, actually, when you start talking about him. He wrote, wrote a book a couple of years ago called You Dirty Bastard. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. You got and a copy of it? Yeah. It's you in my send room. It send it to me. I'll mail it back to you. It's so much money <laughs> to ship stuff. Is Anyways, I think so. It's a heavy book too, but anyways, um, but yeah, that's that's who I pick, I, and I like Denny Mac a lot. I just really, I just, I grew up on Joe Buck, like a lot of people grew up on Jack Buck. Like I started listening to, I started listening to Danny Mac back in like 2012, 2011. So Danny's been calling games for like 20 years. No, but I'm, I mean, like I, I've started. That was when I was really starting to uh, listen to the actual broadcast and not just watching the games. So true. Yeah, because you you're still you. I forget. I forget how much younger you are than me. Sometimes. Yeah. I got this one when I get mad at you. I got to remember. Ah, he's he's a decade younger than I am. He just doesn't get it. Decade? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I couldn't remember how old you were. Anyways. Um, so yeah. Uh, Joe Buck on my, uh, but anyways, yesterday's game, um, uh, it's funny because in the ninth inning, the bases were loaded, and I said, I was like, for for the love of God, please don't 
please don't win this game on a walk. And I, I was just, just for, just for Tyler O'Neill's, you know, uh, benefit, but he went like two for three. So I was like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. And then he got, he was like, oh, hit the. <laughs> it was questionable, man. Like, it was, I was like, oh, wow. That was uh, not good thing, but. But you got it. It was, like, mean, what, it was ball three anyway. So it was like, whatever, but. I was like, wow, that was uh really took one for the team there. But uh he was pretty good at uh covering it up though. He was like, Oh, I'm trying to get out of the way here. Anyways. Um Rocky's manager was super mad. Yeah. Um not a fan of them t- uh taking the lead in the seventh though. Um I can't remember who it was. Hicks. Hicks gave up two runs. Um, Packy Naughton. Packy Naughton. He only went a third of an inning. Oh my gosh. Dude, I'm like, oh, why do you, man? I was wiped so bad last night that I fell asleep yeah. watching the game. Not because the game yeah. was boring. I was just so dead tired. I worked. I did 22 hours in two days. Yeah. And I did another 10 I- a day. I've been there. Yeah, it's it's not fun. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it was a little bit messy. I think Hicks and Cabrera, and I believe Cabrera is the bigger problem, but I believe they are both the weakest links. And, you know, the old saying, you're uh, only as good as your worst player. Um, so that's disappointing uh, in so many ways. Um, what do you think about last night? I mean, I know you just said that you fell asleep, but I mean, I, I watched all of Quintana and I thought he looked really, really good. I was super excited going into the sixth inning. Um, and then out of nowhere, he just gave up three hits. Like it was boom, boom, boom. Uh, I probably would have let him go another batter to see what happened. Um, but Ollie Yankton, it is what it is. It's Ollie's choice. And yeah. it was shortly after that that I went and dozed off. So I didn't get to watch the end of the game. I got up this morning and looked at my phone, and I was like, we win? And we won. So I was like, all right, cool. I don't even care we won. We got the W. Apparently, uh, David Freeze is at the game tonight. And uh, Wainwright and Pools were throwing gum at him the whole, <laughs> most of the game. <laughs> Who reports yeah. that? Uh, it's on the St. Louis Cardinals page. Oh, I don't know if it was like Katie Wu Insider knowledge. No. Anyway, Dude, this Lawrence cool. kid that Colorado has thrown, I wouldn't mind having him in our bullpen. Never heard of him. Uh, he, Lawrence, I, I either revive, but he, no, his last name is Lawrence. He's a sidearm pitcher, but he's got some crazy movement on his slider. I mean, it's swing and miss stuff. Justin Lawrence. The season has Whoa. a 379 FIP, 186 whip. Good Lord. 560 ERA. Really? 83 ERA plus, but a 379 FIP. So it's because he's probably playing most of his games in Colorado and he plays for Colorado. I mean, the st- look at his stuff. Just the eye test. Yeah. Holy shit. That was a wild pitch, but that thing moved like a foot and a half. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyways, uh, that does it for our recap. Cardinals uh, are three games ahead of the Brewers right now. Um, we'll get into that in a second. But first, Josh, tell me what else we need to talk about. Row one brand. We have a sweepstakes coming up with row one brand sponsoring the sweepstakes. They're going to give do a giveaway. So make sure you go to our Facebook page or our Twitter page and hit the uh, sign up sheet and fill out all the little information you need to fill out so you can be entered to win some free apparel or stuff, whatever row one brand decides to give out. I don't even know what it is because it's been kept that much of a secret, but it's going to be cool. If you don't know what row one brand is, Go to their website, rowonebrand.com. Check out all their cool stuff. If you got a man cave and need some decorations and, and you're, you like some football and you like baseball, they got a bunch of vintage artwork that's absolutely fantastic. Um, the stuff you can hang up on your walls, behind your bar, uh, in the living room if you're a single guy or you know if you're married, your wife loves baseball or a sport too. You'll probably find something that she'll let you hang up in the house. When you get you some want to hang park, a picture of Trey Turner and Juan Soto on the ceiling of your bedroom? Only you would. <laughs> both of them. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people who do one or the other, but you only you would want both of them above your bed. Listen, uh, and then Trey your girl Turner is a pretty question. Trey Turner is a pretty sexy guy. Pretty good looking guy. Just saying. Logan is very secure in his masculinity, ladies, and he is currently on the market. Just saying. I don't Curly go that way, but if I did. Well, it sounds like you would go that way. Uh, which there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Do your thing. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I really don't care. Uh, but you just – oh, Roll One Brand. I don't know how we got into that with Roll One Brand. Okay. Oh, we did because Roll One Brand has – no, that's no. They don't. Roll One Brand has all vintage stuff. So any of the old school stuff, like they sent – me this free, I don't, I'm not wearing it tonight, but it's cool, vintage Cardinals t-shirt with the angry Cardinal on it. Super awesome. Shut up. I know I need to lose some weight. Uh, no, you were just check doing out. That. Well, I was yeah, I this. Sorry. Jesus. Critiquing me during an ad read. Golly. Uh, but Row One Brand, check them out. Go ahead and enter our sweepstakes from our Facebook page or our Twitter page or anywhere else you find us. But if you don't win the sweepstakes and you see something on their website you like, if you go to the art gallery and you get some of that art gallery, you put in variety or VSP15, you get 15% off. Yes, we know the code still says VSP. It's just a hassle to change it. VSP is our original was our original name as Variety Sports Podcast. If you didn't know that, we are now the Sports Network. So don't get it twisted. Nothing's off there. VSP15, get your 15% off anything out of the art gallery. But go check out their shirts. Go check out their coffee mugs. Awesome brand. Awesome website to work with great people over there with some fantastic work go check out row one brand and don't forget to sign up for our sweepstakes where we'll be giving away row one brand merchandise good um so like i said we have kind of a light show so we're not going to go too much longer but we wanted to, uh i saw this tweet um courtesy of cards convo uh, on twitter and it says, am I the only one who thinks that if Albert Poole stayed a Cardinal, he'd have over 700 career home runs right now? Uh, it's hard, hard to imagine otherwise with the success he's uh, had in St. Louis. Um, this year he's had 10 home runs already in uh, very limited at-bats. Um, I'm going to let it – I'm going to start off with you because I'm kind of mixed on it. So what do you think? 
<sighs> injuries are injuries. And whether he played for us or he played for somebody else, there was probably going to be injuries. Yeah. So with that being said, there's a good chance he wouldn't be at 700. He still might be right where he's at right now, just short of 700. But he does love hitting in Bush Stadium. He's hit a lot of home runs at Bush Stadium. I think he hit more home runs in Bush Stadium than he did when he was with the Angels, the Dodgers combined. Uh, so I would like to lean and say, yeah, I think he would already have the 700. Uh, maybe he'd be sitting about 710, 715, up there a little bit more. But I, I can't justifiably say that, yes, guaranteed he'd have more home runs if he would have stayed at Cardinals his entire career. What I do know he would have stayed, what he would be if he stayed his entire career, he'd have a statue out front. And he still might get a statue. But he had a statue out front for sure. Like he would have had a he would have had a statue already. Well, yeah. I mean, that's <clears throat> that's what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, he would his statue would have already been standing. Um, now it's kind of up in the air. Is he going to get one? If he goes to the hall, he's going to be a first ballot hall of famer. So they'll get his statue because he was made in St. Louis. I mean, this is this this town loves him. He has been welcomed back with open arms by most fans, not all. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say yes on this one. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm just gonna say yeah because I'm a big fan and I'm loving the uh, nostalgia tour that we're getting right now. I'm gonna say yes. If he would never left, he probably would have had a 700 already. I don't know how, but I just pulled this number out. I think if he stayed a Cardinal, I think he would have had 700 already. Um, just because of you know how different the Cardinals are to the Angels, especially the last couple of years, and you know we talk about how you know Goldschmidt was kind of alone in that lineup in 2019, 2020, um, and he didn't get a lot of good at bats. And obviously, he wasn't Albert Pujols was different because he was playing with Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, and you know uh, Anthony Rendon even, um, but. I, for for some reason, I just have it in my head that he had, like, he has 700 right now if he's in the alternate universe. Um, and it's like 722. I think that's, I think that's the number he would have. It's not much more, but I think he had a, it's enough to, you know, to be like, yeah, he was, probably had another MVP. Probably wins the World Series in t- 2012. Um, 2012, maybe even 13. Um, <clears throat> so, but anyways, um, yeah, it's it's a different outcome for it's a different look for both if he had stayed with the Cardinals. We um, probably wouldn't have had Wayno and Yanni. Really, you don't think that? I'm thinking strictly salary cap. If what, Albert would have gotten mean? that, if Albert would have gotten yeah. that pay, okay, probably wouldn't have had enough money to retain both Wayno and Yachty. May not have gotten Arenado. Probably not. May not have gotten Goldie. But you know what we could be talking about alternatively is. And sorry if I interrupted you, but like we could be talking about how 
you know, the last couple, like the 10 year contract was the worst contract we've ever done. And he's not a Cardinal this year. You know, I mean, cause the last 10 years or the last four years, we were like, man, he's just not, he's not there. He's over 40. He's just, you know, very I mean, mediocre lately. Let's be real. He got to come back to St. Louis because the NL got a DH. Yeah. The only reason, this is the only way I'm stomaching having the DH in the NL this year is because I get to see our pools hit. Um, I know we sampled with it during the COVID season, which was BS, and that locked it in for making it happen. But um, if we didn't have the DH in the NL this year, we wouldn't have uh, our pools. There would never have been the reunion tour. Yeah. I'm sure they would have made it work somehow. Well, no, they wouldn't. But, yeah, that was a very uh, opportunistic moment. Which is why I picked the Cardinals to win the World Series at the beginning of the year. And here, this is it. Everything just kind of fell into place. Like, it was storybook meant to be happening. And you know what? As mad as a lot of people are at Mo and Gersh, the trades they made – are working out. And if the trades they made get us to and win us a World Series, I mean, who's gonna who's gonna be upset about that? Yes, my mom is so mad still that Bader is gone. My mom loved Harrison Bader because she it reminded her of him being a kid because he he's like a kid on the field. My mom loved Bader. She doesn't understand why they give Flaherty so many chances. Yeah. Like, she just doesn't get it. Um, she's yeah. like, why didn't they trade O'Neal? Or why didn't they trade O'Neal? But she likes O'Neal, too. So don't get me wrong there. But there are people out there that are still upset about the Bader trade. The Bader trade is working out for us in our favor right now. The Yankees aren't getting Bader to, to play right now because he's hurt. Their center fielder is horrible. I've seen a couple of bad, bad, bad fielding mistakes in the last couple of days. Or last couple of weeks, excuse me. And Monty is working out. He is, and he looks like he's having fun. So maybe that what we heard, what I heard, like when the trade first happened, that he didn't want to be here. Maybe this, maybe it's changed. Well, yeah, like and like I said, whenever it happened, I mean, he was going from the best team to a team that wasn't even in the playoff picture at that point. I mean, they were in the hunt, but they weren't in the playoff picture. Just on the outside looking at. And it was. I mean, the Yankees had the best record in in baseball, and he grew up with the Yankees, um, was developed by the Yankees, and he loved the Yankees. And you know, when you're a player who just is in such in such a good position because you're doing a you're having a really good year, not the greatest year, but a good year, and you're a, <clears throat> you're the number three guy in the rotation, a rotation that needed pitching help, actually starting pitching help. And then you're just you get you're told oh you got traded to St. Louis, I mean I would be shocked. And so that's that's my thing is I think it was just a lot of shock right there. And I think luckily I think a lot of Cardinals fans like weren't didn't go overboard like I thought they would. Like oh he said he didn't want to be a Cardinal so we're we're not going to like him no matter what. Because he's really he's he's been really good, and we get him for another year. Oh my gosh! I mean, he's he's slowly becoming one of my favorite players on the team. 
I mean, I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to say he's one, one of, of my, my most valuable players yeah. on the team right now. I'm not going to even stretch to being one of my favorites. I got too many other guys on the team I like. I mean, yeah. outside of Yachty and Alvaro Bueno, I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of Tommy. I love Goldie. I love Nolan. Arnado. Uh, yeah. You know, I like Tyler O'Neill. You know, Dylan Carlson has grown on me this year through his ups and downs and his streakiness and whatnot. Still, the kid's grown on me because I see that he has the defensive capability to be a really, really good center fielder down the road. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like Kisner. I just don't think he's a good catcher. Uh, but we have no place else for him. So, I mean, he's serviceable, but he's not a good catcher. You know, he's just not. Um, I like Hicks. You know, he's not yeah. having a great year, but I like Hicks. Uh, so, it is what it is. I mean, he's he's definitely shown up. He's definitely one of the most valuable guys we have on the team right now. I, I'm loving it. I'm loving the trade. I am. And I didn't like it at first. You know that. You know I didn't like it at first. I would have much rather given up O'Neal, but um, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, one more thing before we go. Um. Is there a player you were worried about? For me, I think it's Tommy Edmond. Um, even a little bit Paul DeYoung. Since uh, I saw a tweet today, and I, 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 I'm looking at it now. Uh, since uh, August 11th, he's had 19 plate appearances, only allowed or only three hits. Now in his last week, he has a 3.14 batting average. And I'm not going to get into the, like the on-base percentage and stuff because I don't care right now. You're going to use the general staff for the traditional people. Good job. Yeah, just good today. Choice. Just today. That was, that was a good choice. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, and so okay. I'm just two uh, two seventy three batting average since uh, August first. Are we worried about him a little bit? I mean. Uh, or, or who are you really worried about? Because those are the two players I'm kind of worried about. <clears throat> when we talk about being worried about players, are we talking about guys we're worried about in general, or are we talking about guys we're worried that are going to hurt the team? Being on the roster. Both. Both. All right, so I got to take these two tips. Guys that I'm worried about just right now, um, it's Tommy Edmund at the plate. Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about Obviously. he's slumping for a longer period than what I was expecting him to slump. Um, I'm hoping it's just an August thing and it, and it goes away come September and he gets hot, catches fire. PDJ doesn't worry me at all because I already know that if he takes a slump, we can move Edmon over to short and put Gorman and keep Gorman in second. Um, we can also use Donovan in that role if we need to. Kisner scares me overall. Um, Cabrera right now scares me. Gallegos, to an extent, scares me because um, he's not as automatic as Helsley. But, I mean, the core of the team I am thrilled with. I, I, I don't have a worry in the world when Goldie and Arnott are in the lineup. I think we can win every game when those two are in the lineup. No joke. Yeah. And those two are both playing, and they play most every game. So I know it makes me sound like I think we can win every game. They get their fair share of days off, and they're usually opposite of each other. They're usually not together. Or when one's off, the other one's de-aging. Or if, if he's off, he's de-aging, the other one's playing. 
But when those guys are both starting at their positions and batting, I don't worry at all. I don't care who's on the mound. I don't care what's going on. I, I'm I'm in it to win it for our team. Yeah. These Cardinals are going to make a playoff run. And they're going to be strong. And they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Ain't going to be no sweep this year. <clears throat> no. Uh, I wanted to pull up Tommy Edmonds' stats over the last couple of weeks because it's just been Hitting not good. But um, I, it's it's slow, and I'm not I'm not too terribly motivated. Right now on the year, he's got 256 batting average, 318 on base, 688 uh, OPS, and a uh, 98 OPS plus. He he's really good defensively. It's just the offense, and you know they had him as a leadoff guy. Leadoff is not working out for him. They have him in the nine hole. Nine hole is not working out for him either. Um, you know who hit well in the nine hole? Who? Bader. He did. Yeah. He hit better than the nine hole. He did anywhere else. And then the random times they have him lead off, he hit really, really well there too. So, yeah. Um, I'd rather. Well, I'd rather have. I'd rather have Bader. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Right at this point, yeah. I would too. But I still miss you know seeing Bader because he had yeah. fun. He was just he loved had fun. Yeah. Oh, and, Randall Gritchick. You know, Tommy Edmund is the guy I was. I've been worried about for years now um and i think you and i had had a conversation about this at the beginning of the season like and then i thought i was gonna have the e crow because he was doing really well at the beginning um but he's kind of coming back down to tommy edmund level and so that's freaking me out um it's another reason why i think we need to look at shortstops at the offseason anyways i'm talking about the offseason we're gonna trade turner let's go get his ass Bring him on up. Yes. I was trying to We're think of a fight show. It's a good. It's a good. Yeah. Deal. It'd be a good deal for us. I was tr- trying to think of a contract he would uh, accept, and it's probably a. It seems like players are really wanting these like shorter term deals, and so I'm thinking How old is he's going to be. Hold on. Yeah, look at make sure. I'll give you. I'll give you a deal. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say he's uh, 29 right now. I was, I was thinking late 20. I didn't think he was in his 30s yet. Uh, 29. Oh, my gosh. Just turned 29. All right, I here's what I would do. I didn't know that. Here's what I'd do. Six years. Six, yeah. 18.5 a year with a team option for a seventh year at 20. I agree on the years, six years. Um, probably be twenty-seven ish. Is what I'm thinking. That's what players are wanting these days, or that's what players value is lately. And I mean, this year he's doing so freaking good too. Three hundred six batting average, which Let's I know. Let's negotiate this. Fine. <clears throat> six years at twenty-three, with an option. For a seventh year at 24. I mean, 25 then. Six years. Um, Six years. 24, you said 24. 25. You said. Uh, Six years at 23. No, no club option at the. 
No club option. Preferred player seventh. Option. Player option. Is player option, yeah. I would do that. I mean, I don't know if he would do that, but because, I mean, I don't know how much he's <clears> – <throat> well, he's making 21 now. So is he really? Yeah. In arbitration. He's no, he's not making – He's not making twenty-one million in arbitration. Hold on. I know I, I'm going off a little bit. There's no way he's. Uh, See, we're talking about Trey now because Logan knows that he can't get Juan, so he wants to get Trey instead, which is perfectly fine. Well, I, I said at the beginning of the year, I honestly would want Trey Turner over Juan Soto just because, just because he's so. Fast and so good. Okay, he, they did a, they avoided arbitration, gave him twenty one million. There you go. Okay, that's why I was like, there's no way he's making twenty one million in arbitration. Well, meanwhile, Mike Tra- or Aaron Judge was like fighting for seventeen million. Anyways. Oh, But uh, yeah, I mean, three hundred six batting average, three forty four on base. 837 OPS and a 128 OPS plus. I mean, he has a career. He hasn't had an under 100 uh, and OPS plus in his career since his rookie season where he only played 40, uh, 27 games. I just, I love Trey Turner. And I got would, it. Sorry. If they, yeah, if they get this, I would love that. Uh, if they get him, I would love that to no end. Uh, Colorado's challenging. Anyways, but uh, yeah, I think that's going to end the show tonight. Well, so, we got one more thing for you tonight. Okay, one more. Well, two more things. Um, don't forget to check out our merch store at bonfire.com. Um, you know, get a t-shirt, sweatshirt, a hat, a coffee mug, a water bottle. Um, spot uh, just to rep us or rep the brand or rep any of our other shows. Um, from Blues Notes to Between uh, between the Uprights, um, the far end of the bench guys out of Colorado, uh, the new guys we just had come on board. Check out the, the Properly Purple show. Check out all of our shows. Pick your favorite, two favorites, three favorites, or pick out our Stats for the People t-shirt that has my ugly mug on it. And uh, help support the show, rep the brand out there. Tell your friends and family about us. Um, we got something for everybody. If you don't think like Logan and I and the way we do our show, well, our co our co network people, what what do we call them? Not co hosts to us, but uh, our partners yeah. in the network do the shows a little bit differently. Have different personalities. We have something to offer everyone. Um, but check out Bonfire. Make sure you uh, get my shirt or the shirt Logan wanted. And if you don't uh, like our show, come on and talk to us. Oh, absolutely. If you don't like our show, you absolutely should message us. Tell us why you don't like our show, and we'll have you on, and we'll just have an open discussion. But check out bonfire.com slash store slash variety dash sports dash podcast. Yes, podcast, because we set it up when we were just a podcast. And then we also don't want to forget our newest sponsor, In the Clutch. In the Clutch is giving us ten, giving you 10% off anything and everything you order with the code for Cal, capitalized, variety sports at checkout. Um I went on in the clutch as soon as it came out. I started looking for stuff for Logan. I found the Trey T-shirt, Trey Turner shirt. 
I found the Juan Soto shirt, but I have replaced that now with one from the Padres because that was when he was Washington. I went and found me a Yachty shirt. They got Wayno shirts. They got a little bit of everything for everybody, and they cover all the different sports. This is all some really cool custom artwork, um, and it's all like T-shirts and stuff. So go check out In the Clutch, 10% off anything and everything you order when you use code Variety Sports at checkout. Um, that's all I got. I'm fine. Sorry, you reminded me <laughs> what soda was a pottery. I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I can't lie. I just I have to like, go oh, No. <laughs> Anyways, uh, oh, George Springer just got his 1,000th career hit. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll be back on Friday. We have a big news uh, episode. I didn't think we were going to have that big, and then it just started coming one little bit at a time. So, um, what Friday, what's Friday night? What time are we coming up? Probably 10 ish. All right. Just making oh. sure. I'm taking that beforehand. Yeah, oh, right. Oh, hold on. We got a show on. We got a show on the 26th. Um, I may have a guest on the 26th. For us? Yes. News to me. I love it. And she would only be on for a very short time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, her. Different her. Okay, then. Ooh. Okay, then. Um, so wait. totally check our show out on the 26th. You might see a very beautiful lady. And yes. And no, I'm not talking about my wife. She would never come on air with me. Ah, dang it. Anyways. She doesn't like going out in public with me. <laughs> and the Cardinals win 5-1. Good job. Cardinals win. That counts as another recap, uh, so we're not going to talk about it next week. Um, anyways, do you have any inspiring words to say before we go? Today was hump day, ladies and gentlemen. You've made it through the roughest part of the week. We have Thursday, Friday, and then we have the weekend, which is what we live for. Don't take anything too serious. Don't worry about your boss. Just go to work, do your job, leave your work at home. Come home, spend time with your friends and family. And enjoy life. It's too short. The world's too crazy. Everything's too screwed up right now to complain. Just enjoy your life. Watch some damn baseball. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Fuck your boss. Fuck everyone's bosses because they're pieces of shit. Hey, my Anyways. boss is actually super cool at my new job. Well, yeah. He was actively going after you. Mine is actively. Anyways, no, this is I'm the other guy here. who didn't even know me when I got hired. Wow. Oh, okay. Well, good job. Um, yeah. Live long and watch some damn baseball. Josh, hit that sick beat. Hit Bob that beautiful music. I was not ready for it. I'm so sorry, buddy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is awkward. This is awkward. <laughs>